What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Another edition of the DFS OG's podcast here on rotogrinders.com. I am your host, Beer, joined as always by my boys, Noto and Chop, going over the week 14 slate from a betting perspective. We'll be using scoresandodds.com here on the screen. If you're checking out the video, make sure you head over there, check that out. Also, BetMGM is who we'll be using our spreads through. They are the host sponsor of the show. So make sure you head over there, use promo code grinders. That'll get your risk-free bet up to $1,000. Let me bring in my boys here. Noto chop guys. Another good week last week, uh, collectively 11 and four on the best bet. So two weeks in a row, we've been hot. Hopefully we stay here uh, red hot in week 14. So we'll re- recap some of those picks from last week and we'll dive into this week 14 slate. Noto, let's start with you, buddy. I was week 13. How are we doing today? Yeah, could have been uh, could have been a lot better. You know, I, I like to make one lineup a week uh, when it comes to DFS and uh, bubbled in pretty much every one of my contests. So uh, classic feeling of just missing out. Uh, but betting was pretty good. You know, Chops Cowboys hooked me up with uh, their smash win. And uh, that was my biggest bet of the week. So uh, could have been better. Could have been worse. Yeah, what a win. What a statement there, Chop. You got to be feeling pretty good about your boys. Big win. I mean, the Colts are what they are. Matt Ryan looks washed. The team looks done. But uh, 33 points in the fourth quarter uh, put an exclamation on that thing. So a uh, great victory there for your Cowboys. How was your week 13? How are we doing today? Um, my week 13 was lucky. So it, was, it ended up being pretty good because I got real lucky. So that's the way DFS is sometimes. I'm stoked, man. I don't know if you guys noticed. I'm coming through pretty clear today. There's no, there's no messing up. I figured out what was wrong All with right, the... let's let's knock on wood just oh, so okay. we don't jinx ourselves. Oh here. no, it's good. We're good now. We All good right. now. I didn't what know was what I... was the issue? Notice I'm not using a virtual background. Uh, okay. using, using the virtual background was screwing it up. So it, I, I don't know. So I got. I'm just gonna roll natural until I can figure out something else. But uh, I'm happy, man. I'm coming in clear. There's no messing up here. And then the, the Cowboys are. They are what they are, man. You know, I'm looking at the playoff standings. I'm kind of keeping keeping track, seeing who needs to play for what, and you know, these last four weeks, so we can figure things out with betting and DFS. And you know, I noticed that to get to the Super Bowl, they're going to have to go to Philly probably that second week. And this is assuming they win that first game in the playoffs, the wild card round. You got to go to Philly, and then probably to San Francisco because I don't, I don't see like. Minnesota, even though they got the record, I don't see them beating like a San Francisco or anybody like that. So it's a tough road, man. It's a tough road. I, I like I like our I like our chances. Like it, it makes me feel good about next year, but it's gonna be a tough road this year. The Eagles are they're a handful right now. Yeah, I mean, and we talk about the Niners, obviously a, a big loss uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo going down, but you saw what they did against a very good Miami team. We'll, we'll see if Brock Purdy uh, can continue this little run he was on. So we'll talk about the Niners later on in the show. Chop, we're going to talk a little baseball here. I got to throw us that. I got to ask Justin Verlander heading out of town, going to the Mets. So uh, quick thoughts on that before we get into the games. Good for him. He got <laughs> he got him, uh, what, about $43.5 million per year. Yep. Good for him. Uh, I guess he wanted money rather than to keep chasing, like, a real legitimate shot at more playoff rings and world series wins so that's what he wants i'm glad we didn't i'm glad the ownership didn't cave in like there's a formula you gotta follow i think you do in in baseball and 
And it, it does, it's not like giving huge contracts to guys who are 40 years old. It's like, uh, as an Astros fan, looking who, who's been the biggest rival in the American League over the last five or six years, probably been the Yankees. When the Yan- when I heard the Yankees actually did sign Judge this morning, I was like, whew, okay, good. They got Judge. That's, I wanted them to get Judge. They spent nine years on a guy who's 30 years old and all that money. Like By the end of that contract or even halfway through, boy, they're going to regret that so much. I think there's a formula you follow. You give those big contracts to the really young guys, and that's for like Atlanta's doing with their young guys. And but otherwise, I don't think you deviate from that. So I'm I'm good with Verlander going. You know, we got Jose Abreu on. We're going to spend that money on some more offense. I feel I feel good about where the Astros are going in the next year. Yeah, that the Aaron Judge contract. See, this is going to be a Miguel Cabrera situation. It's all going to be fine and dandy, and then you're going to get to the end, and you just wish somebody would take this guy off your hands, but. Uh, we'll see a little baseball talk. So let's recap last week. Chop four and one on his best bets. Gave you winners with Cleveland minus six and a half in Houston. Gave you the Lions easy winner at home against Jacksonville. Gave you the Niners minus three and a half at home against the Dolphins. Uh, and another winner with the Saints covering that three and a half. Only lost Washington. Chop got you with that tie. So four and one on the week brings you above water 33 and 32. Now on the season, Noto three and two last week also gave you the Lions and the Niners winning picks there. Dallas, as he mentioned, big win against the Colts. Uh, got tripped up with Baltimore, uh, not covering at home against Denver. Also, Washington for him brings your record to 34 and 31. Uh, I also had a four and one week last week. Winners with Pittsburgh on the road in Atlanta, Cincinnati at home over Kansas City, the Raiders. At home against the Chargers, also the Saints covering Monday night. Only thing that tripped me up, Washington got the three of us. So brings my record to 37 and 23 in the best bets. So let's stay on a roll, guys. Let's start with Thursday night football. Raiders and Rams up first for us here. Open five and a half. It has gone to six here at BetMGM. Total at 44 and a half. Chop, we'll start with you. News here. Raiders starting to play good. That's three wins in a row now. Couple right at the buzzer. Big win against the Chargers last week. Now you go, you play this Rams team who's just in disarray. Matthew Stafford goes on IR. Allen Robinson goes on IR. Aaron Donald is hurt. I mean, they go out and sign Baker Mayfield. That, that shows you how desperate this team is, Chop. So big number here, though, for a road team on a short week. Well, with the Raiders, the Rams put it together here at home. Oh, I'm definitely going with the Raiders. Uh, I haven't perused the board enough to know if it's a best bet yet, though. But I definitely right, we'll like put the, it in the Raiders. maybe pile. Yeah, I'm gonna put it in the maybe pile because uh, Rams are just a mess right now. They know that their season's done. They punted it. But with that being said, they'll still play hard. I mean, these guys are playing for their livelihood, so you'll still get some uh, some players out there playing hard. But the Raiders, you mentioned that they're playing better. The Raiders are one game back after all they've been through. They're one game back of the playoffs right now. They've just got to like leapfrog New England here at some point. That's very doable. So they're starting to piece it together. It's just a, it's been an incredible year for Jacobs. And Devontae is kind of what we thought he was going to be with Carr. He just goes out there some weeks and just looks unstoppable, man. Like I did, he does the same thing that he did with Aaron Rodgers. Like yeah. sometimes you just look up and you, how the hell does he get that wide open? It's because he's so good. 
you know, he makes people blow coverages. He's that good of a route runner and, and got that kind of a connection with his quarterbacks. So I'm going to put him in the maybe pop, but I, I'm, I'm really leaning heavy towards the Raiders here. I am with you. They didn't make the best bets for me, but they're probably number six or seven if I was going that deep on the card here. I, I just like the way they're playing here. You mentioned the Rams have kind of mailed it in here. I think the Raiders are going to be able to move the ball offensively with those two guys you mentioned, Jacobs, Adams, just putting up ridiculous numbers. And the Rams, I mean, I don't care if it's Wolford or, you know, if they do bring in Baker Mayfield, it's just a mess there. So uh, give me the Raiders as well. Fringe, best bet. Noto, three for three, going the other side with the Rams. Yeah, I like the Raiders as well. But uh, the next bet I went on the Raiders will be the first because uh, I have not gotten them right at all this season. Uh, but if you look at the box score from the Rams last week, I mean, they almost beat the Seahawks, but uh, incredibly misleading. I mean, they hardly had any yards on offense. They gave up 368 passing yards to Geno Smith. That doesn't sound like Aaron Donald's going to be back. So I like the Raiders, but uh, that's bad news for the Raiders. All right, let's move to Sunday. First game up, NFC North, the division-leading Minnesota Vikings hit the road, take on the red-hot Detroit Lions. Now, guys, a lot of line movement in this one. Open Minnesota minus two and a half. That's flipped all the way to Detroit now sitting at minus two and a half in this one. So I have a best bet. I'm just going to lead off, guys. I'm going with the Lions here. I think they win this game pretty handily. We've talked about Minnesota. Record looks good on paper. They are a solid team. I think they're playing over their heads. And the analytics kind of follow that note. I'm sure you're going to get in uh, to some of that here. But just like what I'm seeing out of the Lions, specifically the defense, starting to play. Aiden Hutchinson starting to get his feet under him here. Offense looks great. Amonra St. Brown, Jamison Williams will continue to get eased in. DJ Chark is back. This team's playing well at home, playing with a lot of confidence and a lot on the line for the Lions. They're still very much alive in the NFC playoff picture here. So uh, a chance to move up the ladder, stay in the hunt. I'm going with the Lions. Best bet number one here. Noto, thoughts on this one? Vikings-Lions. Yeah, log me in for the Lions as well. But, man, we're all going to look very stupid when we bet on a team that is facing a Viking. Their Vikings are 10-2. Um, they're at full strength, and they're facing a 5-7 and seven team, and they're underdogs. It's just it's just wild. Um, I It's hard to go against all the analytics when it comes to the Vikings. They're winning a lot of close games. They probably should have lost again last week against the Jets. But you mentioned it. The Lions are playing a lot better defense and above-average defense over the last month of play. The offense looks good. They're getting their receivers back as well. Uh, Williams is back. Chark is back. So, uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. Give me the Lions, and uh, we'll see how it goes. So a couple of the trends here. The Vikings have uh, won a lot of these games. Actually, they've won two of the last three, but the Lions have covered three straight against Minnesota here. So, Chop, are we making it a sweep here on the Lions, or are you a little hesitant like Noto uh, and worried about this one as far as Minnesota goes? Oh, I'm, I'm pretty neutral on this one because it seems too easy. The Lions coming back. And when it seems too easy, it probably is. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm not going to lean one side or the other on this one. I, I could see this going either way. So I'm, I'm pretty neutral here. All right, let's move to our next game. We have the Jets and the Bills. Uh, Jets seven and five. So trailing Buffalo by a couple games, a big game in the division uh, and in the playoff race here. Latest spread sitting at nine in favor of Buffalo. That's down from a nine and a half open total at 44 chop. So big spot here for the jets. You know, my, Mike White's been, you know, decent, you know, kind of came back down to earth. The numbers look good uh, at the end of the day last week, but tough spot here on the road against potentially the best team in the NFL and the Buffalo bills, nine points here, chop. What are we doing with that big spread? 
Uh, again, that's a that's a lot of points. I think the Bills roll them up. They re, they reestablished their number one seed in the AFC with Kansas City losing last week, so I think they got to feel pretty good about that. Uh, but uh, that's too many points for me to to give. And uh, I'm thinking this is the second time they've met this year, right? Interdivision. Yeah, division. Go so, I'll check that out. So yeah, I think those Jets, those Jets won the first one. Yeah, yep. yeah, the Jets pulled that upset the first time. It's those games are usually pretty close and low scoring the second time around. So. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm. I'm playing the middle on this one. I'm pretty neutral. Uh, my thought is the Bills win this game on the money line, but no chance I could play a money line at minus nine and a half, minus four thirty, or whatever. So I'm pretty neutral on this one. Yeah, twenty to seventeen Jets at home back in November. So uh, Bills have covered two of the last three against this team. A little breaking news back Thursday night: Aaron Donald officially ruled out for the Rams. So uh, helps us out. Uh, with that Raiders pick. So, no, no, let's go to you here. Big number. Can the Jets do it, or Buffalo going to roll them at home? I'd really like to lock in the Bills here, but uh, like Chop said, they just haven't been blowing teams out. You look at their numbers over the last six games. They've been winning by three, eight, three. Uh, They've lost a couple games during that stretch, and the Jets have one of the better defenses in the league. I do worry about their offensive line. Sounds like they lost another tackle for the season so that's something to keep an eye on but nine points is too much i will lean towards the jets all right next game ravens and steelers uh big divisional game here as well baltimore eight and four pittsburgh five and seven opened up baltimore minus three and a half and that has swung all the way over to pittsburgh minus two and a half obviously lamar jackson injury news uh, a big decider here looks like we're going to get huntley and chop your boy brett humley we, we talked about him making another appearance here on the show assigned uh, to the Baltimore Ravens practice squad. So uh, bringing him back to life. But big game here uh, for both teams. Pittsburgh, again, five and seven. You still got a heartbeat. You know, you're still somewhat alive here. You're going to have to go on one hell of a run. Baltimore, we've talked about kind of up and down here. Uh, Noto, how do you think this one plays out? Do they play well with Huntley, who's, who's been serviceable when he's gotten his opportunities? Tough spot here on the road against tough Pittsburgh defense. This feels like the exact same situation as the Vikings and Lions game. You have a team with a winning record going on the road against a team that uh, is improving. You know, the Steelers have been playing a lot better recently. Their defense has been a lot better, similar to the Lions. And, uh, yeah, I'll take the home team before it gets above a field goal, and I will lock that in as my second best bet. All right, Pittsburgh on the board here. Chop, let's go to you. I don't have any strong feelings on this one. Baltimore always worries me. Should they go in and win this game? Yes, but what's it going to look like? Uh, with Huntley, can they get that running game going here? Pittsburgh playing with a lot of confidence, playing much better on a nice little run here. I would lean Pittsburgh. I'm not locking it in. Chop, let's say you. This is uh, – I'm going to – yeah. So I guess I'm going to put this one in the maybe pile too. I really want right. to pull the trigger on the Ravens. I want to pull the trigger on the Ravens. But uh, I'm going to put it in the maybe pile, see if, if five others jump up to me more. Because, uh, yeah, I'm of the camp that Lamar – after those first couple of weeks of the year, like he just hasn't looked good at all. And so uh, I think Hundley can actually come out there and look better because he, I think he'll be more willing to turn it loose with his with his running, which Lamar seemed like he was hesitant to do a lot. And maybe he's protecting himself for that big contract that's coming up at the end of the year. But I kind of have a, a lot of faith in Tyler or, or Hundley, uh, Huntley, whatever his name is. I know, yeah, it's I, Hunt, I get a mix up too. Huntley, Huntley. Huntley. So Huntley. He's the, 
Hunt Lee with a T is the good one. Hunt Lee with a D is. Yeah. I I was surprised. I actually laughed when I saw him sign. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. We just talked about this guy last week and here he is making a a reemergence. But I think, I think, I think Huntley runs a little bit like seriously, if you, if you remove the jerseys and like the numbers on the jerseys, you kind of couldn't tell that much the difference between Lamar and, and Huntley. So uh, I'm going to put it in the maybe pile. I really, I really like the Ravens, but I'm going to see if there's five better ones out there for me. Now let's stay on this for a minute and talk about this quarterback situation. We know they didn't sign Lamar Jackson chop. Do, do you think Huntley plays well? They possibly let Lamar walk and you know, he can be 80% of what Lamar Jackson gives you at a discount. Cause I agree when he's out there, he looks like the same guy, maybe not quite as electric as Lamar Jackson, but gives you the same style at a cheaper price point. Uh, thoughts on that real quick. Uh, real quick. We just saw what Aaron, Aaron judge did. He, he turned down about 220 million right before the season and he bet on himself and he won. He got 62 homer and then he upped his contract to 360 over nine years. Uh, Lamar Jackson bet on himself and I don't think it's going very well. He, and so if Hunt, if Huntley comes in and he does a really good job and they start winning games, I think it's a very smart organization and they're going to be very hesitant to, to up any extra money that, you know, that they've already offered. I, I think they'll be very hesitant to improve the offer that they've already made before the season that he turned down. So, yeah, I think I think this is a, a big, a big stretch here for Lamar Jackson. I agree. Now he'll have some suitors out there. I mean, instantly the Colts uh, come to mind, you know, the, the Lions, maybe they're looking to upgrade from Jared Goff. So uh, we'll see. No, no. Any quick thoughts on that uh, with the Lamar Jackson injury situation? Yeah, I don't think the Ravens will let him go, but it's certainly going to hurt his market price if, uh, you know, Huntley plays well the rest of the season. Um, I just don't think he's going to get the money that he was looking for at the start of the year. So, yeah, I agree with you guys. Eagles, Giants uh, up next. Five and a half was the open. That has now gone to Philly minus seven, 44 and a half on the total here. So Giants kind of heading the wrong way. Uh, End up with that tie was was very frustrating. I thought we were going to nail that Washington pick. Had many of opportunities. Uh, even in overtime, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, Chop, do the Eagles continue the role here? The Giants, we've kind of said, seem like a fraud. Does the slide continue? They rebound here uh, and cover this number against Philly. Yeah, the Giants are are what they are, man. This is kind of what we thought they were when they were winning all those games by one possession. So They stink. The Eagles are good. I'm going to lock in the Eagles here at minus six and a half. I don't think home road matters with them as much, and – the Eagles playing for a lot here. They they know they've got that game with the Cowboys coming up. If they let anything slip up between now and then, that could be the thing that decides a first round bye and home field advantage to the whole thing. And and if the second place team in the division is going to be going on the road all three games, no home field advantage and no bye week, I guess such a massive drop off. So I don't think they have any slip ups in them for the rest of the year. So I'm going Eagles here. All right, a couple of interesting trends here. Philly has won eight of the last 10 against the Giants, but have only covered three of the last 10. So uh, a little dicey there. Noto, let's get to you here. Philly, minus seven. Chop, it, it may be minus seven. Just want to make sure you're – I know you, you threw the six and a half in there. So <laughs> just want to make sure the seven's okay before we get to Noto. We're good. Let's do it. All right, Noto, minus seven. Philly in New York. What do you got, buddy? I was going to say, Chop, that half point's going to cost you extra. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Eagles should absolutely roll in this one. You look at 
any metric, uh, Eagles are a top five team in the league and the Giants probably bottom 10. Um, they got bottom five defense, but it's an in-division game. It's on the road. You mentioned, you know, the Giants just keep people around. So I'm leaning towards Philly, but not locking it in. All right, let's move to our next game here. One second, freezing up on me. Browns, Bengals uh, up next for us. Open Cincy, minus three and a half. We're now sitting at Cincy, minus six. Total of 47, Noto. So Cleveland goes on the road in Houston to hold Deshaun Watson. Saga played out. He didn't look great, but Cleveland's defense, which, you know, you go back to the old defenses in DFS, had to have Cleveland's defense, two touchdowns plus a punt return touchdown. Bengals, huge win at home against the Kansas City Chiefs, kind of reestablishing themselves as one of the powers in the AFC. You know, don't forget about us. So divisional game here, though, Noto, six-point spread. Who are you going with, Browns, Bengals? This feels like the game that everybody's going to bet on. Everybody's going to be buying into the Bengals after they beat the Chiefs. Uh, Deshaun Watson looked nothing short of terrible last week. And, uh, yeah, I, I would lean towards the Bengals, but it just doesn't feel right. So I'm going to go with the Browns. I'm not locking it in, but I'm just going to say division game. I think Deshaun Watson has to play better than he did, and uh, they can run the ball. And don't remember, on Halloween, uh, the Browns absolutely destroyed the Bengals. I uh, got a ton of pressure on Joe Burrow. So I'm just going to fade the public here and go towards Cleveland. I'm with you on Cleveland. Not, not a best bet, kind of in that, that maybe pile that we've been setting aside, but uh, certainly uh, with you on that. You're, you're exactly right. The, the public going to be all over Cincinnati, and maybe we get a letdown uh, from the Bengals. You know, such a big spot against the Chiefs, big spotlight game. Now you come home and, and maybe you don't play up to expectations here against Cleveland. Maybe Watson a little bit better. He's got a game under his belt, and you mentioned – uh, their ability to run the ball that can always travel. So I like Cleveland with the points here as well. Chop thoughts, Bengals, Browns. Wow, you guys stole my thunder. I'm locking in the Browns as a best bet. Uh, it's just like since he kind of seems too easy on that side of it. And uh, after seeing the Browns struggle last week and Deshaun struggle, he's going to be a lot better. That was a lot to come back to in his first game and going, you know, back to Houston like that. That was just a lot to ask. I think he'll be much better. Uh, I like, I think that, uh, you mentioned that first meeting, they, they, they were able to do a lot against that Bengals defense, which is pretty good. Typically they're going to be even better now. The Browns offense is. So I think it's a, I think it's a big Browns win here. I, I, I said it last week, man, they're not that far off nope. in the playoffs. I think Deshaun could just about like, this is the toughest game they have left. It's supposing they even lose this game, they could still run off a win in every other game and make. I think they're in good shape, man. I really like the Browns, so I'm gonna I'm lock in the Browns here, taking the big points. Cleveland has won the last five meetings with the Cincinnati Bengals. Next up, Derek's Jacksonville Jags hitting the road again, traveling to Tennessee. Open Tennessee minus three and a half. We are now sitting at Tennessee minus four, 41 on the totals. Chop. Jacksonville, one of those teams, you know, you, you get a glimmer of hope and then, they, you know, they go shit the bed in Detroit. So now hitting the road again against the Titans. Uh, Derrick Henry should be in a smash spot here. Uh, low spread, though. Chop, it's kind of, you know, if you would have drawn this one up, I would have thought Tennessee, five and a half, six-point favorites. Makes me hesitate a little bit. What are you doing with this one, Jacksonville, Tennessee? Um, I think I'm locking in Tennessee here. Go ahead and lock me in Tennessee. Uh, Derrick Henry usually he has certain teams that he picks out on the schedule, and he's those are the teams I'm going to demolish every year. And and Jacksonville's been one of them. 
He's pretty much smashed Jacksonville uh, since he's taken over that starting job several years ago. So it was kind of an embarrassing game for Tennessee last week, and I don't think it's going to happen two weeks in a row. I think they're going to come out and, and really and, and smash Jacksonville on the ground here. Um, pull up some game locks for him here while Noto's talking. Noto, your Jags, it's just a head scratcher. I mean, I, I, I feel like we all liked Detroit last week. I don't think we saw it playing out uh, the way that it was, especially coming off that big win against Baltimore at home. So can they rebound here or is it a tough spot against a very good Tennessee defense? I'm locking in the Titans as well. I always like betting against my team, especially on the road. Uh, you mentioned it, man. The Jags just anytime you get hope for them, they seem to let you down. And uh, it just seems like a tough spot. Uh, Derrick Henry does have an amazing record against the Jags. Now, this rushing attack has really slowed down the last few weeks, which has been a little surprising. They've had some good matchups and they haven't been able to do much with them. But, hey, give me Derrick Henry against the Jaguars. And I just think uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, you get him late in the game and uh, I worry about him on the road. Multiple touchdowns for Derrick Henry, three of the last four against Jacksonville. Uh, last meeting, 29 carries, 130 yards, three touchdowns, one before that, 26 carries, 215 yards, uh, and two touchdowns. So something to keep in mind uh, for your DFS lineups. All right, let's move on to Texans. Cowboys up next, open Dallas, minus 14 and a half. That has gone to 16 and a half, one of the biggest spreads that we have seen all season long here, 45 and a half the total here, Noto. So Houston just, they look lost. You know, there's no Brandon Cooks last week. Kyle Allen at quarterback. I mean, Damian Pierce has kind of come crashing back down to earth. Rolling into Dallas, playing a team, playing at a high level on both sides of the ball. I don't know how Houston's going to score here. I'm locking Dallas in with this big spread as a best bet. Maybe that's an overreaction to last week. I just don't see Houston scoring more than 10, 13 points here. Dallas likes to get likely gets the 30 here. Houston terrible against the run. So Pollard Zeke should both be able to have a big day. I am laying the points here. That's the best bet with Dallas. Noto, what do you got? Houston, Dallas. It's hard to argue with it, but at the same time, how often do we see, you know, any spread in the NFL be more than two touchdowns? That's the only that's the only thing that worries me. Uh, if you look at Dallas, I mean, they've scored at least 28 points in five straight games. They've averaged well over 40 points during that stretch. And their defense has been dominant. So uh, I don't think Houston's going to be able to keep up with them, but I can't uh, I can't lay a spread quite that big. Certainly worry about the the backdoor cover here on this one. So I get the concerns. I, I just think Dallas is going to roll. My hope is they don't overlook this team with big games coming up. Chop, you're our Dallas expert. So uh, you, you with me on this one? Do you have the same concerns with Noto? What do you got here, Texans, Cowboys? Uh, I'm, I'm leaning with you. I'm not going to lock them in though, because it is a massive, massive spread. And, and you do have a, you know, I mean, it's, it's a look ahead game. That's all it is. The NFL, man, that's all we're, we're dealing with is you can run all the spreadsheets you want. Sometimes teams just look ahead or they get hyped up for an opponent and you can't factor that into the sheet. And I think this is, could be a classic look ahead I don't think they they lose this game. I don't think it's that kind, but we're talking about 17 points or 16 and a half, whatever it's going to be. That's a lot. So I lean towards the Cowboys, but I can't quite lock them in. Moving on, afternoon slate. Looks like three games uh, in that four Eastern window, starting with Chiefs and Broncos. Kansas City opened seven and a half point favorites. That has gone to nine and a half in favor of the Chiefs. 43 on the total here, Chop. We have a best bet coming up in this one as well. 
You know, Chiefs uh, continue to roll. Going to be in a battle now at Buffalo for that number one seed. Denver, been a mess. Big number here, Chop. What are you doing, Chiefs, Broncos? Oh, man. I'm at odds on this one. I guess I lean towards KC, but I don't have I don't have a real take in this game. I, it's just too many points for a road. And coming off of a tough game last week for KC, and I know the Broncos are bad, but that's a lot of points to – uh, to be an underdog at home. So I kind of, I'm kind of abstaining from this one. Kansas city has won 10 games in a row against the Denver Broncos have covered seven of those 10 games, but I'm going against the trends here, guys. I'm going with the Denver Broncos uh, to cover this number at home. I know it's been ugly. I know it's been frustrating with Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton looking like he's not going to play in this game, but we talk about Kansas city all the time. They generally don't blow teams out. You know, they keep it close. I think they win this game. I don't know that they win it by double digits. So give me Denver. I'm going to throw up my mouth a little bit, but I'm going to lock in the Broncos uh, as a best bet. So Noto, am I crazy here? What are you doing here, Chiefs and Broncos? You know, I was going to ask you for some trends for this game in hopes that you would talk me off of the Chiefs. But uh, with your pick, uh, so no, I'm off of them. But, uh, I mean, I would lean towards KC. I just – I've, been, I've tried to bet on the Broncos. I've tried to bet against them. Last week I went with the Ravens, and that didn't go well. So – uh, I usually just abstain from anything Broncos related, but I would lean towards the Chiefs just after they lost. I think they're going to have a little extra uh, motivation to get going again. It's definitely, you know, it, it feels like the Vegas pick from last week. Like, I don't feel super great about it. I just think it's too many points. And again, Kansas City uh, tends to not roll teams up. So we'll see. Just need a, need a half ass Russell Wilson to come out there. Just not the guy that we've seen here over the past, uh, actually all season long. So we'll see. But I'm rolling with the points with Denver. Carolina, Seattle. Up next, open Seattle minus seven. That has come all the way down to Seattle minus three and a half currently. 43 and a half uh, on the total. So, Derek, a lot of line movement here. I mean, there's certainly some injuries. Kenneth Walker, uh, the headliner here uh, for Seattle. But it seems like the line went a little too far. Now, I'm not locking anything in here. But Seattle minus three and a half, that seems like one of those that's too easy at home here against Carolina. I'm not stepping in the bear trap here. Benoto, what do you think? Yeah, I don't understand this one at all. Uh, and all the money's pretty much on the Panthers. Now, granted, some of that was probably not at the three and a half. It was at the the bigger numbers. So you have to take that into perspective. But, yeah, I mean, I, I lean towards Seattle. I don't really see Carolina, you know, putting up a huge fight in this one. Seattle's still battling for the playoffs. Panthers not much to play for. So I would lean Seattle, but the line doesn't feel right, so I will not lock it in. Same. I'm I'm definitely on the Seattle side of things and not a best bet. I mean, Deonta Foreman, not looking likely uh, for Carolina. He's been their best running back. So uh, chop this one stinks. Uh, are you messing with it? Uh, are you, you taking advantage of this line or are you leaving it alone? Yeah, I'm leaving this one alone. I don't have a lean on this one at all. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not trying to mess around with this one. I got my eyeballs on some games later in the afternoon. All right, let's close out the afternoon window. Tampa Bay, San Francisco up next. Uh, Niners opened up five-and-a-half-point favorites. That's come down uh, to three-and-a-half here. And very, very low total on this one at just 37. So, Chop, is this one of the ones you got your eye on? I have a best bet uh, for this game locked in. But uh, what are you what are you doing here? Small spread. Brock Purdy against Tom Brady. You know – Old Brock Purdy has got a—he's got himself a new nickname already. I, don't know I, I saw that. <laughs> am, I, am I allowed to say that? Absolutely. 
you know, they call him Big Cock Brock in the locker room. So, so I think it's there for a reason. Like, I'm locking in the 49ers here, mainly not because of Brock Purdy, but because Tom Brady, old noodle arm, is finally he's finally made that noodle arm pay off for me, man. Like, I've been calling him a little noodle for, for quite a while. Finally, it has hit. He's just not good. I can't believe the Saints blew that game on Monday yeah. night like they did, like, that, that was just that was pathetic on their part, but that's what he has to like. Our a few weeks earlier, it was the Rams who did the very same thing against you know Tom Brady, and so like if if you're not completely rolling over and, and blowing the game, Tampa Bay has no chance. They just look so bad on offense. So I'm locking in the 49ers. I think Purdy is like. Here's the thing that gets me about Jimmy G going down is. At what point over the last three years have we said, geez, Jimmy G's good. He, he can lead this team to a right. Super Bowl. Like, it was always they got to the Super Bowl in spite of Jimmy G. Or if they had an upgrade from Jimmy G, boy, this is a Super Bowl team. He's not been that guy. So what are we acting like he's good? Purdy probably can be just as good as Jimmy G. Just be a game manager. That's all. Just be a game manager. Throw your short routes to these guys who are super explosive, run after the catch, be done with it. So – I think the 49ers will be fine, and I especially think they're going to be fine against this Tampa offense. I'm locking in. I'm locking in the 49ers here. Love, love, love me some Niners uh, this week. Uh, my fourth best bet is also the Niners. A lot of the stuff you just mentioned, you know, Jimmy G is not a world beater. They're not going to ask Brock Purdy to do a lot. They're going to lean on their running game, putting the ball in the hands of Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey, and this defense should have a field day against this offensive line. They are beat up, injured. Tom Brady is going to be under pressure all day long. I think the Niners roll here, honestly. I know there's worries about Purdy. This is one I wouldn't mind seeking out those alternative lines up to minus 10 or so. Niners are going to roll here, in my opinion. I'm rolling with them as well. Uh, Noto, your thoughts here, Tampa Bay, San Francisco. You know, I turned that game off on Monday night. I thought the, the Buccaneers had no shot. Check my phone in the morning, and all of a sudden, I saw the the Buccaneers beat the Saints. Uh, pretty incredible, but uh, yeah, I don't have a strong take on the side. I agree with you guys. I think San Fran should roll in this one, but I love the under. This is one of the lowest totals that we've seen all season, and I still think I feel pretty good about the under. I don't trust either quarterback in this spot. I think the Niners' defense is going to play well. I see this being you know seventeen, thirteen, twenty to fourteen, something like that. So, give me the under. All right, Sunday Night Football should be a good one. Miami heading out to L.A. to take on the Chargers. Opened up Miami, minus one and a half. That has gone to minus three. Big 52 uh, on the total here, Noto. So Dolphins, uh, obviously disappointing loss uh, in San Francisco, but a get-right spot here against the Chargers coming off that loss uh, in Las Vegas. So should see some fireworks here, Noto. What are you doing, Sunday Night Football? Miami, Chargers. I know the Chargers are almost out of the playoff mix, but uh, they always seem to be there with like one or two weeks left in the season. Uh, anytime we count them out, they tend to reel off three or four wins in a row. So if I can get the three or the three and a half, uh, I'll take the Chargers at home just because, I don't know, they have talent. I know they have a lot of injuries, but uh, it just feels like a spot where they're going to make one more push before letting their fans down again at the end of the season. All right, I hate to go against you here, but I'm locking in the Dolphins uh, as a best bet, my fifth best bet here. I, I just think they're going to go in uh, and be able to do things offensively that we've seen from them, not last week, but before that, putting up 30 points a game. I think they bounce back in a big way here. Chargers very vulnerable against the run, so I think they get Jeff Wilson and company going again. I think you see Tua bounce back here. It, it worries me a little bit for exactly the reasons that you said. 
the Chargers, when you feel great about them, they let you down. When you count them out, they rise up. But I'm still going with Miami here. Have a good feeling about this team. So give me the road favorite here. My fifth best bet, the Miami Dolphins. Chop, thoughts, Sunday Night Football, Miami, Chargers. Uh, Yeah, so I don't have a necessarily a, a, a lean on this. I have a lean. The lean is the Chargers. I'm not going to lock it in. I was just trying to research real quick and see if Miami actually stayed in California this whole week because that's a lot of traveling right there. Miami to Frisco to play Frisco. If they flew all the way back and now they fly all the way back again on Sunday or Monday, Sunday night, that's a lot. So I lean Chargers here. I think the Chargers are – they got the talent. They haven't put it together, but uh, I would lean Chargers, but I don't have – I'm not locking them in, that's for sure. That's a lot of travel, though, man. Yeah, yeah, it would be good to know. So we'll see if we can dig that up here. Monday Night Football to close us out here in Week 14 gives us New England. And Arizona opened New England minus 1.5. That has stayed steady. Total at 44.5 here, Chop. So let's finish this up. New England, 6-6, six and six, still alive in the AFC. Cardinals, 4-8. and eight. Uh, Going to be a tough road uh, unless they run the table here. So... Uh, Monday Night Football, Chop, kind of an ugly game. Patriots-Cardinals, what do you got? Just to wrap it up, that last game, that the not, the Dolphins are actually staying in California the whole week. So they're not I making feel much punches. better against my Miami pick here. Yeah, I'm still I'm still on a lean, nothing big, but that probably does help them. But uh, this one, this is a lock-in for me. I got some lock-ins left, right? Come on now, tell me I got some more. You got one left. You lock me in the Cardinals. All right. Log me in the Cardinals. This is going to – like, they haven't done it for me all year. They've been pretty sporadic, but this is it for them. Do or die. This is a game they can win. They're at home. Uh, the Monday night football game, like, there's a lot going on here. I just think – I think they have looked better, a lot better since Hopkins came back, and and they and then they got uh, uh, the court, quarterback nice and healthy, and now Marquise Brown back that last game. So I feel I feel like the offense is trending in the right direction. The defense isn't terrible. I don't like the Patriots at all. This is it for the Cardinals. So I got to lock in the Cardinals here. No way they're going to underdogs at home to the Patriots. Come on now. No way. I appreciate your confidence here uh, in this Arizona team for, for sure. I, I, I don't have a strong feeling on this one. I've already uh, fired all my bullets anyway. So uh, chop locking in the Cardinals. We're throwing your maybe pile away now. So Vegas goes bye-bye. There was another team in there. So uh, those remain on the fringe here. But Cardinals locked in for Chop. Uh, I don't have a lot uh, in this one. Chop's confident in Arizona. I'm going to roll my boy here. Noto, what are you doing here, Patriots and Cardinals? Yeah, I'm not confident in Arizona at all. Um, Statistically, they've been like a bottom three team over the last six weeks. And I don't know. (laughs) They're, They're 30th in total DVOA on the season. But uh, I'm definitely not going to be playing the Patriots either. So uh, I'll abstain from this one, and I think I still need two more locks. I have you down for three, so we got we got to circle back here. It's one of those weeks where uh, having having a tough time filling out the card. Borrow from Chops, maybe Pyler. There's a couple teams just hanging out. <laughs> yeah, who do you have? The Raiders. I like Raiders, the Raiders and something else. All right, let's go Raiders. And then I'm going to go with the – we all like the Browns, right? Let's go with the Browns too. All right, Cleveland it is. All right, so quick recap. Noto rolling with Vegas, Cleveland, Detroit, Pittsburgh, and Tennessee. Chops got Philadelphia, Cleveland, 
Tennessee, San Francisco, and Arizona. I am rolling with Detroit, Dallas, Denver, San Francisco, and Miami. All right, that'll do it here for week 14. We'll get final thoughts. Actually, your favorite bet out of your five. Noto, favorite bet, best bet, week 14. Which one is it? I'm going to go with the Lions. Keep it rolling. All right, Chop, favorite bet for you here in week 14. Could you recap mine for me real quick? Philadelphia, Cleveland, Tennessee, San Francisco, San Francisco. and the Arizona Cardinals. San Francisco. And Fran for me as well, uh, no doubt. That, that one uh, jumped off the page to me. So uh, love the Niners uh, in the spot against old noodle arm, Tom Brady. <laughs> All right, final thoughts, guys. We'll get out of here nice, quick show here in week 14 with some bye weeks uh, helping us out. Noto, what do you got? Final thoughts, buddy. Yeah, it's that time of year where I have to move this damn elf on the shelf around every single day. Oh. So, uh, yeah, the listeners have helped me out in the past. If you have any fun ideas, please let me know because, uh, yeah, it's a solo job this year, and it's uh, I'm running out of ideas. At RG underscore Notorious on Twitter. You can send those my way as well. I still have one young child that still believes, still wants to know when are the elves. I'm kind of kicking the can down the road. Our elves have not arrived yet. I'm trying to. Push wow. it as far as I can, but uh, she's on me. So, at Beer Makers fan, tag tag us both. You got some elf in the shelf ideas. Shop final thoughts, week fourteen. What do we got? Don't tag me. I'm retired from the elf stuff. I'm the close, elf man. business is wait. over with, man. But uh, I don't know if you guys have been following the Deion Sanders. Yes. Thing, huge. Like this, this guy's revolutionizing like college coaching and recruiting. He's pretty awesome. So. Breaking news, man. He found himself a defensive coordinator. Oh, he's good. He's good, man, at finding players and coordinators. to. He's just kind of like the head man in charge. He's going to let everybody else do all the other stuff. All he's going to do is recruit, which is what the best college coaches do anyway. Mike Zimmer, former defensive oh, – Okay. Actually, former head coach for the Vikings. That's a wow. big yeah, – I is. wouldn't imagine old Zimmer would go back to college just to coordinate, but somehow Deion talked him into it. Deion's got some influence, man. He's, he's big time, so – I'm looking forward to seeing what Dion does in college. Yeah, I mean, I, I go back to, to my youth, and that, that was a power program. I mean, Rashawn Salam and Cordell Stewart, and, I mean, they, they were always a powerhouse. So I'm excited to see what he does as well. And, and I hate to see the hate out there that, you know, he sold out. He did, like, Come on, man. The, the guy took a power five job. So give him some credit there. But definitely brings that electricity. You know they're going to be looking good in their uniforms. And I loved him going in and basically telling the players, Go ahead and hit the portal. You, you, you don't want to be here. Uh, don't be here. Hit the bricks. So uh, we'll see. It should be an interesting uh, and fun story to watch for sure. So thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Do us a favor. If you enjoy the show, if you watch on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button, subscribe to the channel. If you listen on a podcast app, give us that five-star review. Let people know about the show. We appreciate it. Thank you to our sponsor, BetMGM. Promo code is Grinders. Again, risk-free bet up to $1,000. Might as well take advantage of it. These sportsbooks handing out free money. And check out scoresandodds.com. Tons of great sports betting information along with all the great information DFS-wise over at Roto-Grinders. we got you covered here for Week 14. For Chop, for Noto, I am Beer. We are the DFS OGs. Thank you so much for listening. Best of luck in Week 14 with your bets, and we'll catch you next week. Kick off the new pro football season with the king of sportsbooks. Sign up at BetMGM using bonus code GRINDERS and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, 
Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming, or Ontario only. Must be 21 years or older to wager. 19 or older in Ontario. New customer offer only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, D.C., Kansas, Louisiana, Nevada, Wyoming, or Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. Call or text the Tennessee red line at 800-889-9789 in Tennessee or call 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi and Ontario. If you have any questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah and other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York.